Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Shauna. Shauna, how are you doing today? I'm fine. I wasn't late for you this time, Shauna. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Well, here what? You were late. I've ah. been out there since 2.30. 2 you came up about 2.40. I did not come too far. It was like 2.35 maybe. Because as soon as Shauna so came... No, because I remember last time you cussed me out on the air. So last, if after that, I, I as soon as you called, I was like, all right, I hope right into the car. You should be there with I should be there. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Next time, I'm going to be there. Um, how are you doing, Shauna? I'm fine. That's good. I think I asked you that already. But uh, I'm going to ask you about your weekend pretty soon, and then we're going to get into the show. Uh, we have a few news stories to talk about this week. Not that many. Uh, nothing big happened this week. Uh, uh, but we have a box office to talk about, which is very much... Probably one of the most disappointing box office weekends that have happened this year. <laughs> um, it's been it's been a pretty bad box office, not gonna lie. So um, yeah, we're gonna get into that, and uh, with that, let me fade out this sweet jazz music. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, Shauna, how was your weekend? Oh, it was fine. I went to the beach. You went to the beach? Yeah, and then I went go karting. It was fun. It Which was beach a fun did you go set. to? I went to Elsha. Well, ah, okay, okay. Whatever is left of it. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it's still it's still a nice yeah. little chill spot though. I mean, like especially if you're not going to swim. Yeah. It's still a nice. You can just go eat your fish, drink two liquor. It is it is yeah. a very good place to get fish and mm-hmm. and and thing, but um, it is not what it used to be. No. You know, it, it, you can't swim even if you wanted to. I mean, you can, but the water is not. I don't know. You, you can, but you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is probably the best place to get fish. Um, and I, people say that Portmore is too far from Kingston. I don't find it's too far. Maybe like a half hour's drive. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to drive that far for the fish. Because the fish is really that good. Um, but you also, you said you went go-karting this weekend. Uh, how was that? Oh, it was fun. I crashed. I embarrassed myself a few <laughs> times. But, I mean, after a while, I got the hang of it. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely go back. Did you turn into speed racer for a moment? Where you, yeah, you felt on the, the, on, the, on the stretch. There. Yeah, there yeah. A stretch. There's a stretch at the, at the yeah, very back where, like, yeah. there's no obstacles. You can just go straight. Did you find that when you were trying to hit on the gas, it just wasn't working with you? Like, Well, no, not the gas, but like the brake. Oh, oh no. Uh, maybe I was doing something wrong, maybe, because it, I guess it was my first time yeah. doing the go-kart thing. But, um, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing at times. Nah, that's fine. Everybody embarrasses themselves the first time. Uh, except for me, because I'm just that good. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went go-karting as well this past weekend. I went on Friday night. And uh, it was uh, it was very fun. It's like my third time going. And you had said in the car that you like how the space is set up. And yeah, I really do yeah. like that space. It's very, you know, inviting. It's very family friendly. It is. It yeah. is. Um, but you know what this means, Shauna? Yeah. We're gonna have to go together, and yeah. we're gonna have to go head to head, yeah. and then we're gonna see who's the champ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. I'm glad you had a good weekend because I remember last uh, last few weeks you came in here. You're not really in the you know best weekend mood and not the best things happen to you either sports related or not yeah um so you deserve a good weekend that's true um but we have some people who did not have a good weekend and that are the contestants of the weekend box office (laughs) um so let's jump into that okay we have number five we have rocket man which is the elton john biopic starring taron edgerton uh it made 14 bring it across oh yes that's right you have to look at this as well i completely forgot (laughs) Yeah, we took a week. We had one week where we weren't recording, so. Damien's fault. Yeah, well, probably. I don't even remember. Um, yeah, it made $14 million this, this weekend. It's second weekend in the top five. Uh, last weekend, it opened. Uh, did it open? 
last weekend number three yeah okay uh let me see what last the, the weekend total for last weekend was 25 million so it opened with 25 million budget of 40 million um it has made let me see 50 million uh domestically so it's passed its budget domestically mm -hmm. already and worldwide, we have $101.7 million. I mean, it's not going to do Bohemians money. No, Even though it's no. basically the same director. It is the same director. Well, yeah. well, kind he, of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Because Dexter Fletcher is accredited with directing um, Rocketman and Bohemian Rhapsody. But prior to him coming on to Bohemian Rhapsody, it was mm -hmm. very much Brian Singer's uh, film. Mm -hmm. So this is this is the movie that I've... Well, I've been hearing good reviews about this movie. Yeah. Um, which is different here. from what we... From what the response was to Bohemian Rhapsody, um, but it, it it feels like this is the movie that he could have made if he was in full control of Bohemian Rhapsody when it was coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, but you mentioned Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm just gonna go to see what its numbers were. Uh, most successful biopic, obviously, lifetime domestic gross of 216.4, uh, and made like 800 million, 900, 900 million worldwide. Wow. Yeah, so it made a lot of money. I think, I think Rocketman came out at the wrong time, though. Um, I think is, so, yeah. This was, this was more like an October release for me, you know, yeah. during the Oscar time. Because mm -hmm. this, this is like an Oscar, like a semi-Oscar movie. It is very weird to have it being released amongst all these, you know, summer yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, it, and, and Bohemian Rhapsody came out November 2nd, which is, mm -hmm. I think, would have been the perfect time to release Rocketman. Definitely. Man. Uh, Rocketman May thirty first. Yeah, it's a it's a weird release date, but um and and it's weird because it has come in and it's making its money definitely, and it's been a successful film. Uh, I feel like it could have done more if it came out later, but it's also taking money away from films that should be making more money now. Mm -hmm. The summer summer movies that usually have this date that you know uh, reserve it years in advance, and then this Rocketman comes in and just says, "Now nah, I'm going to take some of the money that you were supposed to get." <laughs> I would be upset if I were running one of the big studios right now. Um, but let me see. Number four, we have Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is, uh, jumped down from number one last week to number four this week. Uh, Shana, I feel like if we met last week and we predicted this week's box office, we would not have predicted that Godzilla goes to number four. Yeah. That is pretty drastic. It made a 67.5% drop. It made $15.5 million this, op this may second week. Maybe weekend. I would have, you know, because I've been following it and I realized that, yeah. um, Aladdin, has been like kicking its ass. It, from it has Sunday. been, yeah. Sunday, Monday, the whole week. You mean week. from last week? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Last yeah. Week, it, trust me, you know, normally it would dominate the weekend, like a big blockbuster mm -hmm. would dominate the whole weekend, but Aladdin was like outgrossing it from the Sunday. Yeah. So it would like get the Friday and the Saturday, and then Aladdin just started like outperforming it for the rest of the week. So well, maybe, it, who knows? I mean, who knows, but it, it's made $78.5 million um, domestically so far. Budget of 170, and I want to put this in perspective because uh, you look at the worldwide numbers for Godzilla, it's 292.2, so almost 300 million dollars. Mm -hmm. It's not a failure, um, it's underperforming, but mm -hmm. it's not a failure. So, it's the budget is 170, mm -hmm. um, it, it probably needs to make double that to recoup like marketing because it, it had a lot of marketing, there were a lot of trailers for this, yeah. and um, so. I, I, I predicted maybe 350 or something like that, and it, it kind of ekes well, out there. It's going to um, disappear soon domestically. It definitely is. 15 million, and yeah. this is what's week two? 15 million, this is its second week, and it made yeah. a 67% drop. It's going to drop even more next weekend. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of audience support for it domestically. And then um, the reviews kind of like, you know, scared some people away. Yeah, which I, I didn't I didn't really agree with the reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's it's a much better movie than what the... Um, Same with Aladdin. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I feel like Aladdin wasn't terrible. I mean, I had a few problems with it, but overall I enjoyed myself. Um, Godzilla, I, I felt like... 50 percent is, is it even i think it might be 40 percent right now on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. um it's 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 not that i mean it's a godzilla movie where monsters fight each other like if it's a little bit long i guess but it's not worthy of i don't think it's 40 percent bad mm-hmm. um That's so true. yeah i mean I, I and they they were so faithful to certain elements of the godzilla you know um film i mean the, the human characters were kind of stupid um, and ridiculous, but they were, so, they were, so corny. Jeez, they were pretty corny, corny, but it wasn't like it wasn't offensively corny. It was like I've seen this done worse. Like this is it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, uh, people have not been flocking to the theaters, so, and the reviews might have something to do with that. Uh, number three, a movie that people have been flocking to see. It made it or it is Aladdin. It made twenty four point five million dollars in its mm-hmm. third week. Um, it's at number three this week, and uh, last week it was at number two. And I think did it open at number one? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, 232.3 domestic worldwide, uh, budget of 183, and it's made, I think, like 600 million. Yeah, 604 wow. million uh, worldwide I so mean, far. It's not going to be a Beauty and the Beast or Jungle Book numbers, but that's, I mean, that's pretty decent. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more than pretty decent. Um, and plus, this is a movie that doesn't cost $200 million to make. It's 183, mm-hmm. so it's kind of, it, in, in terms of blockbusters, it has a lower budget than some other ones. Um, and yeah, it won't make a billion dollars, I don't think, but mm-hmm. I think considering how heavy the competition has been the last few weeks, and this is, and it has, a, it, it has been holding it. Hasn't yeah. Go on. I don't think it's been over like 50% drop yet. No, I don't think so. Cause this weekend's drop is 42%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to see, did it open at number one? Yeah, it did open at number one. Okay. Um, yes, I think, did it dethrone Avengers or somebody else dethrone? No, no, that was somebody else. Um, yeah, it was at number one, same weekend after John Wick. So, um, let me see. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's doing really well. It's doing really well. Not going to make a billion, but 600 million is nothing to sneeze at. And people have been going to see it despite the bad reviews that it did get. Um, number two is a film that nobody is going to see and people have not been liking it. It currently has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. It made 33 million in its opening weekend at number two. It's a it's a big budget superhero. Oh, it's X Men Dark Phoenix. Um, Thirty three million. Fan- Fantastic Four Dark Phoenix. <laughs> That's the thing. The way that people have been talking about it, you'd think it's Fantastic Four level bad. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. It has some problems in it. It's kind of boring in parts, but it is not that bad of a film. Mm-hmm. Um, the budget for this is somewhere between 170 to 200. I looked wow, that up. Wow, that's really bad. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, I had looked that up earlier just to make sure, but uh, it's made 140 million dollars in its opening weekend worldwide. Um, I don't because when you open with 33 million like that, your 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 drop off is going to be huge mm-hmm. next week, and even if it's not huge. Even if it's just the standard like fifty percent, that's only fifteen million dollars. That's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not gonna make a lot of money in domestically at least. Um, so this is the lowest performing X Men movie um, in in the entire series. That includes the 
um, the the spin-off movies, X-Men Origins and mm-hmm. Deadpool and Logan and all those. Um, God knows what's going to happen with New Mutants. I don't know if it's going to come out next year or on streaming or if, they, if it's going to release it, at all. It's, it's, it's definitely, I mean, if they started it, yeah. it's going to be on streaming. Yeah, it's probably going to be on streaming because they, they probably won't lose a lot of money um, putting it out there. Uh, and plus, it'll be something for Disney+. Plus. Uh, this is the one that has been written and directed by Simon Kinberg, who has been involved in the X-Men movies in the past. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you his involvement. Uh, let me see. I think he wrote mm-hmm. Last Stand, uh, Days of Future Past, or he partially wrote Days of Future Past, and he wrote X-Men Apocalypse. Um, so he he has middling success with the X-Men movies. Some of the ones that he works on are really good. Some of them are really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he gets the fully helmet from, you know, being the director. And so you didn't see this movie. I haven't yet. Um, I watched it. And... You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I will never watch it again. Okay. I'll never, ever... Wa- I won't even think about it in a year's time. I, like, if, if you mention X-Men Apocalypse to me today... I'll I'll go on about how bad certain things in that movie were. Like I thought Oscar Isaac's performance was this, and I thought they misused certain characters, and you know it was like the 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 scene with Apocalypse and Professor X fighting in in Professor X's mind, and somebody gets really huge, like just really ridiculous stuff that really stands out to me. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, Apocalypse is a better movie than than Dark Phoenix because there's nothing really memorable about Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like Dark Phoenix is just kind of bland you know it's kind of just like it's there um it's the last one that fox is going to make so like you'd think they'd just bring their a game Mm -hmm. but maybe there was this kind of like nobody is really caring about this so let's just put it out um i mean the cast is pretty good like the 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 you know the original x-men that they introduced in apocalypse like the gene gray and cyclops and um nightcrawler all those characters that they introduced in apocalypse um the the people who play them I didn't like them in Apocalypse, but mm. I do like them in this movie. Like I think oh, Sophie, they're, they're much better. Uh, wow. I think Sophie Turner does a really good job mm. with her. Um, you know, she, it, she was one of them that I thought was terribly numb because she didn't really do anything. She just She's sat there and was moody. Um, but in this movie, she does a lot more because you know how it, it, it's all about how her mind is being warped by this whole Phoenix thing. Um, let me see, Ty Sheridan. I think he's the one that plays um, Cyclops. But uh, he's he's better in it, you know. He's he's definitely uh, more of a presence than in the last film, and um, I really liked uh, Nicholas Holt in this. I mean, he he seems to be the only one because he plays Beast. Mm-hmm. He seems to be the only one who is there to actually, you know, be in an X Men movie. Like he seems the only one who is just invigorated Dedicate. by it. Yeah, dedicated. Jennifer Lawrence sleepwalks again. Mm-hmm. Um, Although there's a little bit more, you know, pep in her step, but I think that's because she knew it was the last one. She's just like, finally, I get. You know how like in um in Force Awakens, yeah. Um, um what's his name? Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. He really wanted to get out of that franchise, so he, he you know brought his best in um Force Awakens. I think that's kind of what happened here with Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender. I mean, he's good, but he can be good as Magneto in his sleep at this point. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. need to do much. Um, and you know, James McAvoy, he's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. there's not, there's a few moments where like his Scottish accent kind of like jumps, jumps out, out and it's, it's really, really weird. <laughs> but, um, the, I mean, it, it was, 
memorable in that sense because you know it, it was a break from the monotony of the movie mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like i love this movie it just sounds like it was just kind of there which it was but it wasn't as bad as people are saying mm-hmm. i would i would say it's like a 50 percent um rotten tomatoes like i i gave it a catch it on cable because mm-hmm. I don't think you need to go to the theater to see it. Like, oh, there's nothing. That's, that's what I'm gonna do then. Yeah, I think you should. There's nothing oh. visually impressive. Like, there's no big scene. Oh, they do um, one or two quicksilver scenes, but it's not like stopped to a soundtrack like in the last two movies. Oh, so that's okay. that's good. Okay. <laughs> and remember, I always said in the trailer, like uh, uh, Quicksilver was gonna do his thing, and Gene was just gonna swat him away. Exactly what happens in the movie. Wow. Um, <laughs> Um, which which was good considering they built up that character to be like a god level speed force thing, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, I mean, Storm gets to do some more things in this movie, not mm-hmm. much, but you know she does more, and um, yeah, it, uh, th- that's the end of the X Men saga as we knew it from mm-hmm. the year two thousand. So, um, wow. go see it if you want to, <laughs> or don't. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the, the good thing is it doesn't really, I mean, I feel like if I were making this movie, I would tarnish the X-Men so bad that Disney just couldn't make them. Mm. I would just make them into, the, I'd make the worst movie possible. Because they're like Fantastic Four right now. I feel like Disney can't just come out and make a Fantastic Four movie because mm-hmm. the last one was so bad. I would have done that because I'm that petty, but they didn't do that. So, I mean, whatever Marvel does with the X-Men will be fine. Um, Secret Life of Pets 2 was at number one. It's here? It's not here. It's coming here, but it's not here yet. Uh, it was at number one this week, and it made $47 million. How does, it, how does Secret Life of Pets come out and beat X-Men Dark Phoenix? Exactly. In what world like are we living in? It's a Toy Story. No, it's not. Incredibles, you know, or, or Minions or something. Yeah, it's a movie that I feel like people just weren't people. really excited to see, but it made a lot of money. 47.1 in its opening weekend. Um, Which did the first one make? Did it make a billion? I'm it sure. did, it did. Because um, remember, it was one of those things where like we didn't check it for a while, and then it just popped up that Secret Life of Pets had made a billion dollars. Well, um, it's, it's Toy Story with pets, so I guess. Yeah, pretty much it is. You know, humans turn their back, and then the the pets do things just like in Toy Story. Uh, yeah, Secret Life of Pets made three hundred and sixty-eight million dollars domestically. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it made eight hundred and seventy-five point four million dollars oh, worldwide. Just, just less. Yeah, so a little bit less, but on a production budget of seventy-five million. Whoa. Um, which is no wonder it got a sequel. I'm I'm surprised it took so oh, long. We're we're definitely getting a trilogy. Yeah, probably. Um, because the first, the second one, um, uh, we see the worldwide numbers. So budget of eighty million, uh, domestic gross of forty-eight million, and uh, let me see where did I put that. So you could have a Pets 2. Worldwide, it has made $97 million. That can't be. Yeah, $97 million. Okay. Um, so it's made back its budget um, worldwide already. And it's probably going to make more as the weeks go on. Because kids are going to want to see this. And they're getting out of school in the summertime mm-hmm. right yeah, now. Yeah, because it's basically school. School will be out soon. Yeah, school will be out soon. And, um, you know, uh, it's going <laughs> to... It's going to be an inexplicable success because I don't know anybody who really cares about this, but I guess kids love... Um, like They see the commercials for it when they're watching their kid shows like on Nickelodeon or whatever. So, yeah. Secret Life of Pets 2 making lots of money. Lots more money than any of us will ever see. Um, all right, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Let's get into next weekend's box office. So, what we have coming out next weekend, we have Men in Black International and Shaft. Ooh. Shaft is making no yeah. money. <laughs> Don't die. That's the new Jim Jarmusch. Um, I'm looking forward. To oh, it. the dead don't die. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and late night, which is getting an expansion next week. Late night is the one with I that? think it's Mindy Kaling. Oh. oh. Um, Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Directed by Mindy Kaling. Oh, no. Written by Mindy Kaling. Okay. Um, yeah, I've seen the trailer for this is... Oh, Shana. Shana got something going on with her phone. Um, the trailer for this is actually pretty good. Um, it, it seems like a fun movie. I always forget that Amazon owns Box Office Mojo, and then I see there's an ad for the Amazon movies up there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I remember Manchester by the Sea was mm-hmm. always up there when, yeah, when that movie was but coming out. To be honest, I didn't know that Amazon owned... No, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like the, the other day, I saw a graph that said Amazon owns box office mojo. I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. Where are we? All right, okay. So would you like to go first? Uh, sure. All right. Um, all right, let me just write it down. Oh, you're going to write it down, Key? Don't trust me? No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay. Nothing like Because it just seems like you don't trust me. It just <laughs> seems like there's not a lot of trust going on here. I mean, I know I was five minutes late, but... <laughs> All right, I'm going to say Secret Life of Pets. That's going to be at number two. Mm-hmm. Men in Black. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to put um, Secret Life of Pets at number two. Men in Black International at number one. Okay. M-I-B. B. Pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three will be... Uh, Oh my god. Let me put Shaft. Okay. Uh, number four, let's put Dark Phoenix because trust me, that's it's so sad. Number five, Aladdin. That is a pretty good top five. I'm not going to lie. I think that's a pretty good top five. I have a different top five in mind though. Um, hmm. Boy, I just don't see Shaft making any money next weekend. Because they had one trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And ever it's since then, really it's been kind of quiet. Um, let me see. Okay. Men in Black, I'll say that's at number one, definitely. Um, I feel like people are at least mildly curious about that. And Chris Hemsworth, especially coming after Endgame. Um, and Thor Ragnarok with his comedic portrayal mm-hmm. of Thor. I feel like he has a lot to um, offer in Men in Black International. Number mm-hmm persons just want to hear the name men in black that's though. true yeah that's true that's true even if it doesn't make a, a whole lot of money yeah i mean they're gonna still fill seats um oh smell like somebody's making popcorn, popcorn yeah, yeah i smell that right um okay men in black at number one number two i'm gonna say secret life of pets is a good bet um i'm gonna say hmm I'll say late night at number three because I feel like the top two will make a lot of money and then the rest of them don't, make, don't need to make up that much money to be in the top five. <laughs> late night at number three, Dark Phoenix at number four. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I need a fifth, don't I? Mm-hmm. Do I put Aladdin? You don't have to put anything. <laughs> I'll put Aladdin. Um, why not? Because it made twenty four million this weekend, and it probably won't drop off. It probably drop off fifty percent, twelve million dollars, something like that, to um, be number five. Okay, so um, I I think we should get into the news now, since the box office is so depressing. We have some weird news to talk about this week, though. Ready again? You ready again? Let's get into that news. Um, okay, so let me just find where we got right now. Sean, you remember the news from this week? Yeah, well, just a rumor about Fantastic Four. Oh, what was the rumor? Um, that they're eyeing, I think, 2021 or 2022. And oh, okay. And uh, Peyton Reed, they're eyeing Peyton Reed to direct. Peyton Reed would be a good choice. Uh, yeah, Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah he directed f- both Ant-Man movies. 
um, I feel like if they want the Fantastic Four, it'll have to be a little bit um, whimsical, mm-hmm. considering the last one and how serious it was. Um, and I feel like you could really do because it, it kind of has that whole, you know, nineteen um, sixties vibe that um, you know with the 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 elder statesman of of Reed Richards and and you know the kind of pulpy um, out there powers of the Human Torch and the, like the name the Human Torch is just so ridiculous yeah <laughs> um, and Mister Fantastic and you know the Invisible Woman Invisible and the thing woman, like yeah. they're very they're they're probably the most like. It kind of, it sounds almost like Captain America, that kind of really ridiculous comic book name, um, and I feel like in order to bring them over, you kind of need to take a, a less serious tone than the other Marvel movies I've had. So I think Peyton Reed is a great choice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's anybody's first choice, but I think he's a great yeah, choice. I think he's inspired. Not stone yet, though. It's just a bunch of internet yeah. rumors. And plus, point. he knows how to work with the Marvel machine. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I remember when uh, I remember when Ant Man was supposed to be directed by um, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, I think the person who I want most to direct Fantastic Four is Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. but that's not gonna happen. Um, wouldn't that be amazing if if Marvel was able to get him back? Yeah. Like if they're able to actually work with him at this point in their um, studio life, that would be pretty cool. Um, okay, let me see what other news stories. All right, so it was kind of a shock uh, last. This past week, but Swamp Thing, I don't know if you watched any of it, Shauna. Uh, the first mm-hmm. episode was released, and right after, like a couple of days after the first episode was released, the show was cancelled. Yeah, uh, I heard. This is, this is the DC streaming service show um, about the character Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And the trailer was released, like, maybe two weeks ago. And it was, it was weird, because it was a late release. It was just like, the show is coming out in about a week's time, and here's the first trailer for it. Um, there had been rumors about there's, you know, cancellation on the set, uh, having problems and, you know, so there was a lot of rumor going around, but then it just seemed like the show was coming out and it was like, all right, cool. Something is here. Those rumors were false. And then it was revealed that the show was being canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's produced by James Wan, which is why the show has such a horror aesthetic to it. Cause James Wan, before he was the fast and furious guy, he was doing a saw movies and, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, Swamp Thing is no more before it even began, which is yeah, very cause, strange. Because when I was on Twitter, they were like, but the first episode just came out. Mm-hmm. What was it done already? I yeah. Mean, they just, I guess they don't have any faith. No, I guess not. Um, or maybe just they wanted to move in a different direction. Maybe somebody was just like, Swamp Thing was one of the characters we thought about doing and we put a lot of money into it, but mm-hmm. let's just cancel it before it becomes anything bigger. Um, so yeah, that's unfortunate because it looked kind of interesting. I'm not going to lie. It had... I like the horror theme that was going on with it. Yeah, it looks... I mean, I like the design of the, the swamp thing. Yeah. I saw the poster. I'm like, this looks actually It was a cool design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like it's CG. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. It looked like a real, you know, sort of like... um, Oh, God. What, uh, you know, Stan Winston, the, the people that made the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. models and stuff like It looked like it came out at like that mm-hmm. kind of design Prosthetics. studio. Prosthetics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's unfortunate for swamp thing. Um, Ghostbusters, the cast has been confirmed to return for the new Ivan Reitman, not Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman is the son, right? Mm. Yeah. Jason Reitman is directing the new Ghostbusters movie, which is supposed to be a continuation after Ghostbusters 2. Um, the Ghostbusters cast is confirmed to return, which, well, they said Dan Aykroyd or Sigourney Weaver confirmed that she'll be back and she was in the first film. Um, Bill Murray is supposed to be back and Dan Aykroyd is supposed to be back as well. Um, Dan Aykroyd and, and, and Bill Murray 
and Ernie Hudson, they came back for the the 2016 version. Yeah, they just made some cameos. They made some cameos. It was kind. Of, it was very, um, you know, like oh, it kind of stops the movie. Like oh, look, at, look who it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it sounds like they're gonna be reprising their roles from the the mm. previous film. Um, I heard some teenagers are gonna. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when well, when we last discussed Ghostbusters casting, there it was like kids were being scouted for the. Um, there's supposed to be a boy and a girl of like Stranger Things type age, mm-hmm. so um, they're pro- they're probably gonna, you know, be making a Stranger Things esque um, adventure movie. Yeah, yeah. but um, should be fun. Should be fun. I mean, the Ghostbusters cast has always been good at playing Ghostbusters. Um, and they're gonna pretend that the 2016 one didn't exist. They're gonna pretend definitely. Yeah. Well, that's what I do anyway. So, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, okay, so uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, not doing so great at the box office right now. It is making money, but not as much money as they would have liked. Uh, but Godzilla vs. Kong is still coming out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has been rumored to be delayed on a... Uh, can you move the mic a little bit closer? Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, it has been rumored to be delayed for next year. Um, that might <laughs> be that they were thinking about you know positioning it better, because I feel like oh, what happened... Should. Yeah, what happened this year was so much came out around the mm-hmm. time. You know, I mean, I don't feel like it's a question of people not being interested in Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but because Kong made money, the first mm-hmm. Godzilla 2014 one made money. Uh, I don't see why this one shouldn't have. Way too much. Because um, the first Godzilla opened with like $90 million. But yeah. if you look at the week surrounding that one, trust mm-hmm. me, it didn't have an Aladdin. It didn't have an Avengers yeah. To really, really impact it. You didn't have a John Wick to really impact it. Um, as you say, let me just look at when it came out. It came out May 16, and uh, around that time, million. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It didn't have, because I looked at it and I'm saying, oh, God. let me see why this movie made 90 million yeah, yeah, versus yeah. this one just made what? No, because the right, reason I laugh people is because the movie that came out against it was Million Dollar Arm, which, if you don't remember that movie, it's because why would you? Um, it was the movie where John Hamm was training some kid who was a like a baseball prodigy. Um, I remember when it was coming out, it just looked like a dis- straight to like um, straight to video Disney movie that mm-hmm. was coming out. Uh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man Two came out May second. Uh, Legend of Oz, Dorothy's Ret- I don't even know what that is. Not, not Neighbors came big out. Ether. Um, big in, yeah. So, yeah. So the biggest thing was Neighbors, which was an R-rated comedy, which came out a week before. That wasn't gonna like have a hot streak in the box exactly. office. Exactly. There was like about five yeah. big movies out. And then right after that was X-Men: Days of Future Past. Now that's yeah. some competition, but mm-hmm. if it doesn't have anything coming out before that, like it can make a big cleanup in its opening week. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was barely anything coming out. Oh wow! It's not like the X Men movie opened up with a hundred million. No, no, it didn't. Million. It did you know not. What I'm saying, yeah. and it still made a decent amount of money. But to me, Godzilla two, I mean, the not so great reviews plus mm-hmm. just a bad, bad, bad slot. Yeah. But as um, you say, it's it's not it's not um. It's not a box office bomb, but it's really underperforming. Yeah, well, and they they should know. They 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 do know that, and I think that's why they're thinking of delaying it because I don't. Mm-hmm. Let me see when, if they had set a date for Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, because that was set even before this one. Yeah, that's true. This that's true. that was set. 
Godzilla vs. Kong was it initially supposed to be released March 13, mm-hmm. 2020. I don't think that's a bad release date. I don't know what else is coming out around that time. Um, I could look it up. But I don't. It says late twenty twenty, which I think is probably better because we've mm-hmm. seen that probably some movies. October. Yeah, mm-hmm. October would be a great time because nothing really comes out then. Um, I would love it if it came out in October because it just gives me something to watch. Because mm-hmm. I'm sick of like having months where nothing comes out and then having months where everything comes out and I can't catch everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'd be a good move actually. And I can't wait to see what caused the beef between the two. Between Godzilla and King Kong? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Because they do mention King Kong. What? They, they kept mentioning it. Yeah, like, yeah. Skull Island. Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. Skull Island. Because it was, what was weird was, every time they would have a, 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 a sentence where they were talking about the monsters in mm-hmm. general, the they'd yeah. slip Kong in there. Yeah. And it was like, all right, so where was the mention of King Kong in 2014's Godzilla? Because that movie takes place in 2014, 30 years after... Um, Kong Skull Island mm-hmm. and nobody mentions the fact that there's a giant monkey you know like it I just guess, I guess it's the government they just like to keep <laughs> things under wraps you know, yeah that's, and, that's, and then they can't keep things under wraps when Godzilla comes out into, yeah, I could see that yeah because um, Godzilla kind of like shows the world that these huge monsters exist yeah. um, so that's when they reveal okay King Kong is a real real thing um, okay let me see. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Godzilla and King Kong is delayed. I think that's a good choice. Um, two trailers that came out since we last recorded. Uh, did you see the trailer for Rambo Last Blood? Yeah. I don't really remember much. Though. All that I, I remember. Watch, I watched one for... Um, there was another trailer as well. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, On, onward. Onward. Yeah. Onward I also came I watched it, but I don't remember anything because that was okay. like weeks ago. <laughs> um, well, Rambo Last Blood, the trailer came out and I just found it really funny because for a split second i heard the the beginning chords for old town road and i was like they're not using old town road in this yes, trailer. and then and then you see <laughs> then you see um, um rambo with his horse and then you yeah. hear the billy ray cyrus yeah. and i was just like they really used yeah, old yeah, town yeah. road yeah. to promote rambo i was like all right Lil nas x is is killing it right now mm-hmm. um but yeah the trailer looks good it looks like um it has some home alone elements to it uh, where where John Rambo is setting up traps outside of his house. Um, I didn't see the last few Rambo movies. I saw the first one, um, and I really yeah, liked it. The last it. one was actually not bad, though. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's it's kind of generic in, like, plot, mm-hmm. but, like, in action, yeah. like, those bullets pierce you. Okay. It's really riveting. Um, well, let me see who is directing this new one. Um, but I do, I do think that, I think, calling it The Last Blood is... Pretty perfect, um, considering the first one is called First, first Blood. Blood. First Blood is really good. First Blood is really good. And um, this definitely shows me a lot of the stuff that was in First Blood, where he was, um, you know, he was a very smart guy who would, um, he could use his environment to his advantage, and he was able to take down a, um, numerous amounts of um, people by being patient. And, you know, uh, it was an action hero who had some intelligence with what he was doing. Um, Adrian Grunberg, who he directed, uh, Get the Gringo, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> um, which is the, I've never seen that it's, movie. it's, it's a movie with, what's his name? Uh, Mel Gibson. And it's supposed to be not bad. Um, let me see what else he directed. I'm not seeing, uh, he directed and co-wrote Get the Gringo. So it looks like that's his, um, first assistant director on Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, Edge of Darkness and Apocalypto. Okay. So he's not, he's not. He's not an unseasoned um, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, I have high hopes of this one. I think it's going to be pretty good. I feel like um, Sylvester Stallone proves in the Creed movies that he still has acting chops. Like, he's still very good. I think maybe he's even gotten better than what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to Rambo Last Blood. But, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, the trailer for Onward also came out. And, uh, yeah, you don't remember, but it's it pretty much... Pixar taking their um, swing at the fantasy meets real world thing that we've seen done sometimes in the past. Uh, we saw it done with, I think Shrek did a lot of that, um, where it was kind of like, okay, it's fantasy, but it's also like there's a Hollywood place over there. Lots of modern day references in it. Uh, Bright, the Will Smith, Joel Edgerton movie that came out, definitely did that where they had fantasy elements and they were in this downtown LA setting. Uh, but Onward is pretty much like, imagine if the fantasy stuff that we um, grew mm-hmm. up learning about always existed and then it they evolved to the point where they had like planes and streets and, you know, mm-hmm. um, modern living is just with all these fantasy stuff. Um, and some funny gags in the trailer. There's a bit with um, the the garden gnomes where garden gnomes are not just, you know, ceramic things you put on your lawn. They're actual mm-hmm. living things who have jobs, which is to yeah. tend to the lawn. Mm-hmm. Um and it has Chris Pratt and what's his name? Tom Holland. Tom I, and I didn't realize until this very trailer, but I find Tom Holland's voice kind of annoying mm-hmm. because if you listen to him in the trailer, and I can bring it up really quickly, uh, but if you listen to him in the trailer, he has this very um, childish, high-pitched voice, which doesn't really—it's it, kind of grating to listen to. Um, Chris Pratt is all, is playing his older brother. They're on this. Hang on, sorry about that. Um, Chris Pratt, he plays his older brother. They're kind of, um, you know, he, the, the, what's his name? The Tom Holland character is disillusioned about fantasy and things like that. But the big brother is all about, let's go on a quest. Cause, so clearly there's going to be like some old versus new thing going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bring it over here. You can also, they also have dragons as pets, which seems mm-hmm. kind of dangerous. I don't know about that. Um, let me see. Uh, all right, you can hear their voices right here. Come, dear brother, our destiny mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. I see you've brought sustenance for our adventure. No, it's garbage for the trash can, and you left the lid off. Oh, shoot. Get out of here. Shoot. Get out of unicorns. Yeah, you see what I mean where his voice is kind of just like real, it's like... He was kind of, you know, young and 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 perky in the mm-hmm. Spider as Spider Man, but th- in this, he's very much just like giving that whole squeaky voice thing a shot. And I don't know, I don't know if I can listen to that for a whole movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the trailer looks good, and it's Pixar, and they've had a really good track record recently. Um, I think the the biggest misstep they had was uh, Incredibles, Incredibles two, mm-hmm. which I don't think was much of a misstep. It just wasn't as good as the first one. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, they had Coco and they had um, Inside Out, which are mm-hmm. both, which were both really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to Onward. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, anyway, speaking of um, Tom Allen, I read, I think, Friday that he's doing um, um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's a, that's another one. Thank you for rem- rem- remembering yeah, that. They got a director, right? Yeah, they, they, they do. Um, let me just look up who it is. But uh, yeah, Tom Holland, as we're talking about him for Onward, he was in, he, he has been cast in the Uncharted movie, 
Uh, it now has a, re a release date of holiday 2020, so it's going to be late 2020. Um, so it's going to be competing with Godzilla, clearly. Um, let me see. I don't see a director for it. Uh, Jonathan Rosenberg and Mark Walker are writing the screenplay. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me see. I don't see anything about a director. Oh, Dan Trachtenberg. Oh, okay, he's pretty good. Um, Dan Trachtenberg, he directed uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And I don't know what else he did. Oh, he did, yeah, that's his, that's his big movie. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane, I really love that movie. I think it's, it's one of the best movies that came mm -hmm. out in 2016. Um, so, and him doing a Uncharted movie is really good because he also did a short film called No Escape, which is based on the video game Portal. Mm -hmm. So he clearly knows how to work with video games and transfer them into another medium like film. So, yeah, Uncharted seems to be in good hands. So mm -hmm. um, I think Tom Holland's kind of young. But I think I think you'd be good though. Yeah. I don't know. I um as I said on Twitter yesterday, I mm. had this like phase where I was playing video games. Yeah. I bought like a PS3 a couple mm -hmm. years ago. And I was playing video games and I happened to play the Uncharted thing. Yeah. I didn't play it all through but because I got I get I easily get frustrated with games. So mm -hmm. that's why I kinda like just keep the habit. Um and then I just picture Tom Allen as his name is what, Nathan? Nathan Drake. Drake yeah. yeah. And I, I, I can see it. Yeah, I, I can, can see. I, I see it. It's just yeah. he's very small. Yeah. <laughs> and Nathan I, I Drake was it. always imposing. But yeah, I could see it definitely. I could see them, you know, filming it a certain way where he, he really mm -hmm. works with it. So, And I think he's a talented um, actor. And I feel like this is going to be the role which pushes him into being not Peter Parker. You mm -hmm. know, he's going to be someone different and he's going to be yeah, he's gonna established. Um, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe shadow. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good way to put it. I think yeah. we'll leave it at that. Um, uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Shana, thank you for coming. I think we have to no get problem. you out of here like now. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna leave you with that sweet jazz music. Um, you can find the podcast everywhere that you can find podcasts on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Because I think iTunes is going away. So um, you can still find it on Apple Podcasts. So and you can find Shauna. Yes, Shauna WTF. And on Twitter, and you can find me at Damien Movies on Twitter. That's D A M I Movies. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Damien Michael Movies, and you can find the podcast at DamienMichaelMovies.com. And uh, with that, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. All right, bye-bye.